Howdy, 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 y'all. Welcome to another episode of Americinda with your host, Corey and Travis of the Vandaliers. I don't know why I talk like a robot for that. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking Trey over there just cracking his ass up. Fucking killing me, man. <laughs> so good. Oh, How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I feel uh, like I haven't talked to you in a whole week. <laughs> That's wild because we've been everywhere together for the last month. <laughs> I feel like that's very not true, Corey. I feel like, I mean, where did we just come from? We just came from uh, the Volcanic Theater in Bend, Oregon, where we saw a concert on our day off, one of our only days off on this tour, and we spent it at a concert because it's the only thing we know. And we saw our good buddies, Rob Linus and Summer Dean, Tearing down the house. Yeah. It's funny how comfortable I felt tonight. I was like, no, this feels, feels like every day. This is, <laughs> not, <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> you don't want to get out of your routine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what if I wasn't ready for tomorrow? Yeah. You know? What, miss, miss one day at a venue, and how, who knows if you're going to be able to play again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw Summer Deed and Rob, and uh, man, it was a, it was a treat. Uh, yeah, the Volcanic Theater in Bend, Oregon. We just happened to have the day off, and we happened to drive here yesterday. And uh, they also happened to drive here yesterday, and we had no idea. And uh, they just hung out and got drunk in a hot tub all day, and I recovered from a hangover all day. Yeah. Man. It was a good one. I just laid on the couch doing crossword puzzles all day watching uh, a barbecue competition on Netflix. It was a, a, a joyous day off. Oh, dude, that barbecue competition is abysmal, though. I, I've got to say, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I enjoyed watching it, but whew, not talented people. Not, <laughs> not talented people. You are a, a barbecue man in your uh, daily life, and uh, what were you thinking when you saw the the meats they were pulling off of these? And, and the guy was like, "If you win this, you're the best barbecuer in America." <laughs> I was like, "I know fifty dudes." who are easily better than this person without even trying is the way I felt about it. It was, what was it, Barbecue Showdown on Netflix, season two? Come on, guys. Go out and get some real people. Get some real people for your fucking show. There's tons of people that I know who, just from Texas alone, who would come out and destroy all of the competition that was on that show this season. They're too busy, though, like, making, but they don't have time off to, like, do a show. <laughs> you, you figure it out. You yeah. figure it out. I... You figure it out, man. <laughs> I was like our buddy Evan. Uh, he was on Chopped last week or whatever. And uh, we saw him about a year ago, at, right when he was had finished filming that. We are like catching up, making small talk. Like, well, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? We, you know, we've been on tour doing this. Oh, I just, I was on Chopped. And we're like, what the fuck? How'd you do? And he's like, well, I, I lost like immediately. <laughs> Which was awesome because then I got to leave the studio and I had a full, like, all-expenses-paid trip to New York. It was badass. <laughs> I mean, that's the way to do it, bro. And that only came out, like, a year. <clears throat> came out a whole year later. Yeah. He was like, I can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. It's okay, man. You could tell us. We didn't, we didn't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Until just now. So we can't, you know, and it's on TV, forgot. so we did it. I fucking forgot. <laughs> We're good to see. You know what? We forget a lot of stuff, actually. <laughs> so, uh, do you remember uh, playing in this venue? That no, absolutely oh, yeah. not. Do you remember meeting this person? Absolutely yeah. not. I, hey, I opened you for you last year three times. Oh, 
Good to meet you. <laughs> yeah, that did happen the other day, and I was like, "Where, where, where again?" It's <laughs> happened twice, just on the store, like at, at least, where somebody's like, "Good to see you guys," and I'm like, "I have no, I don't know who this is. <laughs> I don't know who you are." I was leaning in for the uh, "nice to me," and they go, "Good to see you." Gotta go, "Good to see you again." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. good to see you again. Oh, now my now my go to is just, "Oh, what's up, buddy?" <laughs> and everybody thinks I remember them. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. How, how you how you been? You doing good? How you doing, buddy? Well, I'm excited about this show because uh, we're doing uh, the theme of this show is we're doing cover songs. And the, where the person covering the song is a different gender than the person that originally released the song. And the reason we're doing that is because later on in the show, we have our best buddy in the whole world, Joshua Ray Walker. Well, look at you. Well, look <laughs> at you. <laughs> Getting there. Uh, he's going to be on the show. And he just he just released a a, a really kick ass version of a, a Lizzo song that's blowing up, and uh, we got to play a so a show with him in L A the other day and catch up, and we had a lot to talk about with him, and uh, I'm, I'll just tease that interview a little bit because it's coming up later in the show. So we've had uh, three shows in a row now. Where we've had a guest on, and we keep talking about how. We want to, you know, ask every guest about shitting their pants. Well, we forgot week one, didn't do it. Uh, week two and week three, mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I almost shit my pants this morning, to be honest with you, bro. I, I woke up at 8.30 this morning and had to shit and throw up right at the same time. I was on the toilet pooping while holding and throw up. Immediately pooped, turned around. Threw up. <laughs> it was just, no. Disaster, buddy. <laughs> it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> and then I pooped like seven more times. Damn. I, yeah, not feeling great today. Uh, anyway, and that doesn't hold a candle to the shitting his pants story that Joshua no. told us. It, it's the best I've heard. And future guests on this show are going to have a, their work cut out for them trying to top this one. Amber's was really good, but this one is uh, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So we have, and you know, we were just going to have him on for the one segment, but we had such a good time catching up with him that we ended up keeping him on for two segments. Uh, one ended up actually being really serious, and he brought up a lot of good points, and we had a, like a really interesting and uh i think important kind of discussion yeah, about was... uh gender and country music and uh sexuality and i didn't really expect for the conversation to take that turns but it was it was great it was great so we we're like josh we need to uh we need to do another one of these so we can just talk about shitting and then then we can put a buffer between them so it's not like yeah. shitting all over this important conversation <laughs> that we just had <laughs> all right all right yeah i mean that's exactly what happened <laughs> Also, uh, let's go back. Uh, the episode before this, we recorded live in front of an audience of tens, and uh, you're what being, a, you're being generous! <laughs> what a disaster that was! <laughs> I mean, the I don't know if they told the bar that we were going to be there, so the bar was like trying to close the entire time we were there, and as soon as people would like, people were eating food, and when they were done with their meals, they would like 
kick them out but then not let new people in so like by the end of the podcast it was just like us in there by ourselves to this empty fucking building just just our friends and us laughing to stupid fucking stories (laughs) and then my favorite fucking part of it was uh travis told the story on, on our last segment of that show about him almost getting kicked out of that bar this where we were recording it just the night before with like 15 dudes surrounding him and so as soon as we're done recording they're like okay the bar's closed everyone needs to leave that means even you guys and we're like oh shit all right so we're leaving (laughs) the manager comes up behind travis and he goes which one of you guys was saying i couldn't kick you out of here with 15 people and we're like oh that was us lol and he was like try not to laugh and he's like well there's only four of us on duty right now and i'm kicking you the fuck out of here (laughs) he did but it was also funny because he was like kicking us out. Now I had a whole bucket full of a full bottle of tequila and a bunch of beers. And I was like, well, but what about this stuff? He goes, fucking take it. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> Leave. So I just walked straight out the bar with a whole bottle of tequila and like eight beers unopened. <laughs> I was all right, man. All right, man. So anyway, hopefully this show is a lot better, partly because we're recording it in a kitchen in an Airbnb, and so maybe you can actually hear what we're saying. Yeah. Sad that didn't work out as well as we wanted to. They didn't really give us a lot of uh, help <laughs> with the whole situation. So, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, let's play some songs. They're going to be, uh, as I previously described, let's come back. Uh, we have some stories to tell from this tour. We have one of the worst shows we ever did in our lives uh, happened the other day. Uh, uh, maybe some toilet clogging stories. I don't. Know. We've got a lot of a lot of good shit that we you know the the usual stuff that you'll expect from us. All right. I mean, I'm I'm into it. Let's do it. I know you have a plan for this segment, Corey, but how much burrito did you eat? I feel like I just ate a three or four pound burrito. Uh, several pounds. Dude, I have not eaten that much in like a long time, and it's getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I brought this uh, hot sauce from home that we've been just mowing down the past like, two tours. It's Tabasco brand, which I normally fucking hate. Same. And it's scorpion sauce, and it's got it's black and yellow like all of our shit, and it's got a scorpion on it like our shit. And we've just been putting it on everything, and it's super hot, but it's yeah. super flavorful. So fucking tasty. And honestly, I brought some hot sauce too, and uh, on the road this time, and it is so clutch eating gas station food because you're like, oh, most of this sucks dick. Please put some fucking flavor on this. It really does save it. I think we first started doing that uh, when we went to Europe because uh, the first time we went to Europe, I was like, oh, none of this food is spicy. And you eventually you start craving it. And you're like, I cannot find spice yeah. anywhere. It does not exist. It does I not need, exist. I need to bring it. So we started bringing this hot sauce. And I said, this one cost me like, I don't know, uh, maybe $2 tops, yeah. maybe $1.50 or something. Mm-hmm. And we've been eating it for two tours, like every day, all of us. And it's only like half done. It's, and it's a tiny bottle. I don't understand. Thank you, Tabasco. Send us some free bottles of scorpion sauce, please. It's so on brand. Yeah, just put our little fucking little faces on it yeah, or some well, shit. Yeah. Sponsor us. We have the same logo and really, the same this, colors. This, this <laughs> bit up here, this is a scorpion with a little scorpion in the O. That yeah. looks exactly like our logo. 100%. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Just give us some money. 
Tabasco and uh, put us on your commercial or something. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, that's why I bought it because, I mean, it looks so much like our mm-hmm. logo. It's like, fuck, <laughs> I'm going to put this in the van. That's fucking fun. And then it turned out to be, like, fucking delicious. Uh, super fucking good. What were we going to talk about? Oh, well, I think uh, right on uh, – that's a good segue because – <laughs> we were at a venue a couple Why weeks ago. Why the fuck is the washing machine playing a song to us right now? I don't know, but it's, I thought it would, you know, I was like, going to ignore it and like, maybe it'll go away. It's been going on for like two minutes. It's like Yankee Doodle Dandy <laughs> over there. What's that shit? I was putting my load in earlier and uh, every, there's like 10 different buttons you had to hit to start a load. It's the most complicated washer I've ever seen. Oh my God. Every one I did hit, played like another little song or like a part of a song. Oh no. And I was like, just then after a while, I was like, I'm not even going to start this load. I'm just going to like twist this knob like a DJ. It's like, ding, 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 beep, 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 ba, ba, da, I was like, dang, I'm just like remixing this washing machine over here. Put a marshmallow on the fucking washing machine. Anyway, this hot sauce reminds me because I just poured so much of it on that burrito and I feel like I'm going to shit my pants. We were at the venue the other day and me and Dustin, and then you came along later. So like three of us were fighting like, we were all about to shit our pants, and we were just taking turns, like, on this toilet. And there was only one male toilet in the whole venue of capacity, like, 350 or whatever. Yeah, not the smallest of venues, man. <laughs> and no backstage toilet, so we're all using yeah. the public one. And uh, so Dustin gets out of there. I go in, and it was all, like, liquid. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an impressive shit at all. I go to flush it. There's the toilet's broken. It's not flushing. I'm like panicking. I'm like plunging it. I finally get it to go down. Uh, I'm like, uh, okay, so day saved. Dustin comes back in. I'm like warning him, uh, toilet's clogged. Like, be careful or whatever. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, in that moment when I was plunging, you had I, to plunge it. Oh yeah. Oh no. Which was weird because, like I said, it was pure liquid that, that was coming out of me. It was not not a good looking shit. You I know. I wonder if you guys got hit with what I got, uh, but like days earlier, my, my fat ass just takes longer to fucking die, break some shit down because I was fucking fucked up, man. I think we were just all eating like crap. Like. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, but so, anyway, I have that moment where I'm plunging like violently like please please go down like yeah. we're like and it was it took a minute to get it to go and uh, in the back of my mind i'm like cycling all these different scenarios of like what do i you know what's the next thing i do what's it's, the next step from here it's that thing when you fuck up your friend's house yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so the i'm going i i, I might have to go get someone <laughs> and then they're gonna like see what i've done in here <laughs> But then they're also going to see just, like, not a very impressive shit. And I was like, I was like, when I clog this, when I clog a toilet, if I'm going to go get help, I want them to come in here and see just, like, the biggest pile of shit they've ever seen. Like they need fucking bolt cutters to get through it. They're like, damn, that's the most shit I've ever seen. You're a real man. You should call Guinness Book of Records. (laughs) But instead, what they were going to see was just, like, brown water. Like, seriously, dude? You little bitch. You little bitch. And I don't know why that, like, that seems like so much worse, but I would rather them see just the biggest turds they've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> why I, is I, I don't know what to say about that, because <laughs> I feel like... You ever clogged a toilet at a venue before? Many times, I'm sure, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, have you ever done that thing where, like, 
the toilet flushes like fucking crazy hard and you're like no way i'm gonna clog it and then you clog one of those oh yeah that's really embarrassing like a like a truck stop one made for just the dudes eating the worst thing you fucking possibly can you go into loves you clog a loves toilet that's fucked up and i've done that i've done that multiple times yeah Man, uh, I didn't even tell this story, but it reminded me of it. We were staying at your friend's house, and I was in there shitting, and uh, the back of the toilet where the tank was would just, like, rust it off. And so, like, it just kind of came undone, and then just water started going everywhere in their bathroom. And I started grabbing every towel (laughs) out of their, like, closet and putting it all over the floor. I shut up the water. I was like... Doing the plunging, flushing, waters. Just, I mean, the entire bathroom's flooded. And then, like, I, I like sheepishly like tiptoed into the living room. Their whole family's in there. Y'all are all in there, and I just go like, I um, I think I might have uh, broken the t- toilet. <laughs> and y'all are all like, "Fuck you!" Like screaming, at me, "You piece of shit!" Like, <laughs> trying to make me feel so bad about it. And then your friend Crystal was just like, I'm a plumber. I'll just go fucking fix it. Like, <laughs> Dude, I f- fucking forgot about that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, no problem. And we are like, oh, you fucking piece. It was like as soon as we got there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, we had been there 20 minutes and it was like, oh, I wrecked your fucking only toilet. I'm so. I'm sorry. Yeah, she had to go in there and do, like, repairs on it. Like, the whole uh, back of the toilet fell off almost. I was like, damn, I, I wrecked it in here. I'm so <laughs> We could never stay here again. I'm sorry. Never been back. Never yeah, we been haven't back. been back. And I apologize. I apologize. Never been back. Never, never been back. Uh, oh, I didn't even do You know, none of these shit stories can compare to Josh's. We should pivot so that we're, you know, we're making ourselves look bad. He's got the yeah, best one. Save that. He's That'll good, be later in the yeah, show. It's like he's a good storyteller or something. If you can't tell by his music, he's yeah. fucking... Mm-hmm. He was one of my, one of my favorite mm-hmm. tours we've ever done because every day he would come to the venue with a story and we would just die laughing. Oh, man, no kidding. We went out uh, drinking with him after the show the other night and then uh, when they were kicking us out of that bar, we were like, we're like Josh, do you got a, you got any good gossip? Like, I feel like you have the best tea... Ever like every single day he would pop in with like a new just like juicy rumor or whatever and we'd be like he'd be like I have tea I don't even know and he yeah. then, then he told us like I won't repeat them here because they're so juicy yeah <laughs> two of the best juiciest stories I've ever heard and I was like see yeah. and he was like yeah you know what uh, I have the one of these faces that's trusting and daily everyone in the music business just like calls me and tells me their deepest darkest secrets because like I look trustworthy. But they shouldn't, because I just tell them to everyone. <laughs> it's oh, it's the best. It's one hundred percent the best. Well, I I was. Uh, I hope I didn't blow up his spot because yeah. I do want to play more shows with him, and I do want him to tell us more shit. So <laughs> he, he, I killed over laughing on the sidewalk a couple times. A couple times, man. It was fucking wild. What was that L.A.? Yeah. Oh man, had those good ass fucking tacos and fuck, man. Have a good time that night. Yeah. So another thing we found out that night, Josh Walker's band carries around a game oh, of Pass the Pigs in their pocket. And when I saw their bass player, Billy, pull the pig, little pig dice out of his little uh, fanny pack, I just about died because I have had 
a, uh, a copy of Pass the Pigs that me mm. and my brothers have played uh, like on a yearly basis for like 30 years, and I've never heard a single other person talk about this game at all. I had never heard of it. I had never, I was like, oh, what is this, like some new fun game? Like I, never, I had no idea what the fuck it was. It, it's, no, it's been around since I was like uh, kindergarten, before kindergarten. Like it's uh, Jeez. been around forever. My, my, my grandparents still have a copy. My brother has a copy. Uh, I want it now. I want it. I see it every time we're at Target. Wow. It's it's there. Fucking never heard of it. Uh, I mean, I, that's the whole story. I won't, you know. I, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, well, the, I think the th- funny thing about it is, if nobody knows what it is, it's like playing dice, but it's little rubber pigs, and depending on how they land, is your points. Yeah. So one, ha- so they have like a a, a freckle on the, like their left uh, yeah. belly, and like no freckle on their right belly, right? Yeah. So there's a million combinations they can land in. They're all worth different amounts of points. You can, uh, like, say if you roll one, and they both land on their... The most common way they'll land is on their side. And if they land on their side with both with, like, the freckle side up, you get one point, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can either, like, keep your one point or, like, gamble your one point to roll a second time. Yeah. So then, like, if it does a different roll, you get that roll plus your one point, and you get to just keep banking points, banking points. And if you don't ever stop, like, I mean, it'll rack up, rack up, uh, you can, you know, you can stop and just take those, and you're, you know, trying to get to a certain number. But you can, if you don't ever stop, and then they land in a very super common way, which is, you know, one with the freckle side up, one with the freckle side down, you lose all the points on that roll. It's a fucking super simple game, and I think we need it for the fan. Now, 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 now that I've, and they've been reduced into two two games now that, and I can't remember what the other one's called now, but it's super fun and easy too. And uh, fuck, man, thanks Joshua Walker's band. Thanks Billy. Yeah, Billy's the shit. Yeah, he he taught us this game with these little. I don't even. It, it would take too long to explain, but it was just uh, you go on these little missions, and some like of you espionage game. Yeah, half yeah. of you are spies, and half of you are like not spies, and you're trying to like the spies are trying to like sabotage the mission, and the other yeah. guys are trying to succeed in a mission. And this is, I'm sure, super boring if you're not <laughs> if you're listening to this going, what the fuck? Are, can you talk <laughs> about you? clogging toilets again? <laughs> what about shitting again? Talk to me. When was the last time you shit again? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, let's, uh, all right. The one other thing that I want to talk about before we play some more songs. Uh, the other thing we did in L.A., which was, uh, I know we uh, made some people mad or sad or whatever because we had to cancel the show, but we ended up getting to record a couple songs with this producer we've been trying to work with the last couple years uh, named Ted Hutt, and he's... Um, done a bunch of fucking records with mm-hmm. like uh, Violent Femmes and Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys and just Old Crow Old, Old Crow Medicine Crow, Show Gas, uh, Gaslight Gaslight Anthem yeah anyway uh, we were up all day and night for like two and a half days making some songs with him they were gonna try to shop around and get a record deal with or whatever but the uh, a lot of people I think don't understand <laughs> How boring recording is. Oh, my God. Fucking so lame. Especially for people like us who's just like, we're just the little twinkly bits on the top. So just, yeah, it's just like, I mean, I probably recorded for a total of hour and a half. We were there, and we were there for 
20 hours, 20, 20 plus hours. Uh, it's more than that. Maybe 20, um, maybe 30 hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I just sat there and just anticipated playing for 30 hours. And then also you can't like drink a beer or whatever because you want to stay sharp, but it, you never know when it's going to be your turn. So you're yeah. sitting there st- staying sharp, waiting around for 29 hours and you're like the last thing to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, okie dokie, okie dokie, you know. And it's a fun process and he was really, really, really good at it. Uh, yeah, working with Ted was a, uh, a fucking pleasure. Yeah, you can see why he's made so many good records. Like yeah, yeah. he's he was crushing it. Super sweet guy. Um, I think the record, the recordings came out good. But it's that thing where when you tell people I'm going on tour, and they're like, "Oh, I bet backstage is a nonstop party all the time," and then it's really just us on our cell phones. Or I bet there's an uh, an image of like, "What's the recording studio like?" I bet it's crazy and all this crazy shit's happening, but it's mostly like one guy and they're like playing the same lick on the guitar for like three hours like <laughs> and then everybody else going I'm hungry again like <laughs> <laughs> oh 100% man 100%. can we get another Subway sandwich I don't yeah, yeah like fucking hit that Jimmy John's bro <laughs> <laughs> what why is there a Jimmy John's next to every recording studio they know it? what they're doing they know they, the owner kills elephants <laughs> and he sells sandwiches to musicians who don't have another choice <laughs> <laughs> we we got so burnt out on Jimmy John's making the native, we started calling them water sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they don't taste like anything but water. <laughs> the most flavor is the lettuce. <laughs> Make sure you get extra mayo. You don't taste anything. Yeah. You know? Anyway, <laughs> records are boring. So uh, yeah. think of that next time you're listening to the, mm-hmm. the most exciting punk record you've ever heard. Is like, oh, those guys are bored out of their gourds making that shit. Yeah, exactly. Or they were just all in the studio together working through the same song together over and over and over again. And they're like, I fucking hate this. I fucking uh, hate it. You have to hear that song. Like, like as soon as it's done, they're like, let's do it again. And you start it over and you hear it again. And you hear it again. And it's almost, I mean, it's playing nonstop the entire time you're there for like 30 hours, this three-minute song. You must hear it thousands of times. It's been a week, and I still have both of them stuck in my head, and I'm like, please, no. (laughs) (laughs) Which is also a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's also a good sign. It's also a good sign. It's very good, yeah. All right, let's play some songs, and uh, just remember, when you're hearing these songs, the people that made them were bored as fuck. Yeah, that's right. We're back, and you just heard a song that I don't know right now, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> They're always good. Yeah. They're always good. I don't know what we're listening to either. So I think what happened in it was uh, a person was singing, uh, but the gender that they were was different than who re- originally recorded that song. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of what we just heard. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what song, and I don't know what artist but I know that that's what happened. Yeah, in one the that song. did that for sure. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, I'm sure it was good. And I know you did a good job picking it. I, I know I will do a good job when I pick it. <laughs> I believe in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so unlike the song that you just heard, which I'm sure is good, <laughs> one thing I know definitely wasn't good was a certain show. That we played on tour this uh, this tour, and actually we were commenting actually early tonight that we really haven't had a bad tour in like 
a couple years. It's been a while since we've had a really bummer of a tour. Yeah, it's been a long time since it was just like, oh, Every show man, like, what the fuck, dude? So, that's good, but... Every once in a while, there's still like, good show, good show, good show. What the fuck is this one? Good show, good show, good. Yeah, yeah. You know, the random bummer. And the, the bummer on this tour was one of the bummerest bummers that we've ever had. I'm worried about tomorrow, too. But, yes, uh, we were in... We were 11 miles north of the Mexican border in uh, Bisbee, Arizona. And, uh, man, what a fucking piece of shit fucking show that was. Holy fuck. I mean, I don't even know how to start. Well, how we started was uh, most of the people that would have come to that show had already driven to Mexico where we were going to play the next day. And they had already seen us in Prescott a couple days before. Yeah, yeah. so we kind of, it was kind of a weird booking thing. And so, essentially, two of our friends came to that show, and yeah. that was the only people at the show. Yeah, like, at the, I think the other ones were just innocent people. <laughs> they were just like, oh, like, I'm in town. Like, because Bisbee, I guess, is kind of Touristy, maybe it's like, near Tombstone, and Tombstone yeah. kind of look coolish and for it's like in the desert mountains ish. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like they were just like random fucking people. The other people that were there, they're just like, I'm in town, having a good time. I'm gonna go see. If there's some local show I'm gonna yeah. see. Anyway, the venue was hilarious. Oh my god, <laughs> had no business hosting a show. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a venue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just a bar. They had a stage six foot tall. It was taller than me. It was taller than me. The stage was taller than I was. But the whole venue was so narrow and and then skinny that, like, all you could see was, like, our bellies down. You couldn't see our heads. Yeah, Rachel's at the merch table. All she said was, I could not see anything below, above your belt. (laughs) Like, I was just watching a whole bunch of fucking legs dance around on stage. (laughs) They had uh, two monitors. Like, one was kind of for, like, me and Dustin and you, and then one was for Trey. No, Trey didn't have a monitor. No, he didn't have a monitor. Oh, one was for me, one was for you. Yeah. And then Josh was kind of just going up the house. Trey was just fighting for his life back there. Yeah, uh, in the fucking, <laughs> in the brick, fucking, on the brick stage that we played on. <laughs> oh, super loud. And then... Uh, we kept trying to get drinks from our bartender. Like she would just disappear, and then the only employee working the, the entire restaurant, and she would just be gone for like thirty minutes at a time. And then we'd go to the bar next door, and that bartender would be gone for thirty what, minutes at a time. What the fuck was that? What was that place where the bartender's like, I don't give a fuck about making money. I'm just gonna be gone for forever. I walked in there with Mark and fucking Buddy, and there was. No one behind the bar when we walked in at all. And we sat there for like 10 minutes till we had to like come back. Finally got a fucking drink and we had to chug it because we were about to be on fucking stage. I was like, what? And then, yeah, constantly in the bar we were playing, every time I needed a drink, I sat there forever waiting for anything to happen. It was like, guess I better afford a fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, the two bartenders from the neighboring bars would just be, like, in the alley smoking together. Yeah, what the fuck was that? And the the bar next door, which was really fucking cool. I don't remember what the fuck it was called. Earl's or something? I don't fucking remember. But uh, 
they that night they were bowling for dildos was the game of the night where you bowled down the main floor of the bar and if you got a strike you won a dildo <laughs> <laughs> and then the night before that on Wednesday was if you showed up to the bar naked it was free drinks <laughs> I think I'd have done that I mean why not why, I mean why not you know why the fuck not I feel like we're making the sound way cooler than it was. Oh, I know. Yeah, our, yeah our, our bar was terrible. So the sound guy showed up, hammered, showed up to the venue with a drink he had brought from home. And a whole-ass hatchet on his side of his... Just a hatchet. A huge hatchet. <laughs> Tied to his leg. <laughs> Why would you need a hatchet and to run sound? I'm wearing a Civil War hat. I'm wearing a fucking Civil War hat. I also didn't know how to run sound. Uh, not to shit on a sound guy, but he'd be like, turn my, uh, you know, guitar up, and then he would turn the fiddle up. He'd be like, well, you're turning, the, you're turning the fiddle up, turn that down, and then he would turn the guitar, like, off. Like, no, I feel like we're, he kept having, all right, turn the vocals up, turn the fiddle up. And he goes, nope, that's fiddle. And he goes, turn the vocals up, and turn the fiddle up. And he goes, nope, that's, vo- that's fiddle. Turn the vocal up, 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 that's fiddle again. And it was, open. all right, turn the piano up, up, that's fiddle again. Like... <laughs> It's like just feeding back, like the loudest it's ever been ever on stage. The most baffling part was it was an analog board, meaning like uh, when you say turn the fiddle up, it's like the second knob over and it's just up or down. That's all it can fucking do. It's not like a digital thing of like pads he's looking for, you know, like uh, so, you know, oh, well, that was the fiddle one. I'm not going to raise that knob again. I'm going to move on to the one right next to it and see what that one does. Nope. He just kept pushing two up. Yeah. Over and over and over. It was such a sad show. I think we ended up playing 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, maybe. It was... And no one cared. No one gave a shit. They were like, (laughs) glad that's over. Yeah, it was like, thank fucking God. Uh, (laughs) And it was so funny because I guess we must have upset the sound guy, but, like, he was gone before we were off stage after the show. (laughs) Didn't wrap a cable, didn't do shit. It was just like, Nothing. peace. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> all, all right, man. <laughs> the uh, the uh, opening band said he tried to trade them uh, a bag of coffee for a vinyl record. Oh, and the opening band was Elf Power. Which is awesome. I, yeah. I, I was listening to Elf Power when I was in college. I remember like the specific day that I was like visiting my buddy at UT like staying in his dorm with him, whatever, and then I went to like Waterloo Records the next day, and I bought their CD. I like remember the day like that I bought their CD. Yeah, I mean they were super nice dudes, man. Like, I, I, I thought they were great. Yeah, yeah. and it's like a couple <coughs> days before that they had played like an REM tribute show where like they were on stage like in REM's band, <laughs> and then like. We were like the next day we went to Mexico and played to like four thousand people and then like we were both laughing about it and like Yeah, one day you're doing this and one day you're doing that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking dude Bisbee also Bisbee was just like when we showed up there were three dudes just sitting on the bench outside of the fucking bar selling drugs to passerbys. <laughs> just like a car would pull up, he'd walk up to it hand him something, and then leave it over and over and over again. And it's like, what the actual fuck is... 
This venue was just letting this happen? And then one of them was also selling uh, rabbits out of the bed of an El Camino. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) All night, until like 2 in the morning, there was just a guy there selling rabbits out of his El Camino. Well, you never know when it's like, uh, oh, shit, wake up in the middle of the night. Fuck. I need a rabbit, like now. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like that's a good move for drunk people, like right? You just hang out with animals around drunk people. Somebody oh, will buy a twenty dollar rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> just put it in their hands. Like I'm not giving this back. Look, yeah, this pretty is- rabbit, <laughs> pretty rabbit. <laughs> fucking fuck yeah, dude. Fucking Bisbee, man. And oh my god, and Tombstone was also just like a total fucking shithole. I like Arizona, but. <sighs> It was rough. No, but the tour's been awesome, and that's just... Uh, it's been so awesome that you can look at the shitty ones, and, like, no one was even, like, in a bad mood. We were all just, like, laughing. Yeah. We were on stage playing that show, looking down to our yeah. two fans, just, like, dying laughing, yeah. and, like, we we thought we had a great time. Nobody's in a bad mood that we had this yeah. shit show. We're, like, it's such an anomaly now that we can have a good attitude about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it was... Yeah, it was funny. We were... The other time, I'm just laughing. The entire time I was on stage, the whole time I was on stage, just cackling, man. Just like, this is a weird one. <laughs> this is a, I will always remember this show forever. I, you know, I don't even remember the venue, but I will always remember Bisbee. <laughs> fucking Bisbee, man. Fucking goddamn fucking Bisbee, Arizona. <laughs> Thank you for being there, buddy. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm glad we had a couple friends show up, and then uh, we just got to shoot the shit. Oh, did we talk about the uh, the the liquor the with the with the? Uh, uh, no, we didn't. Uh, talk about that. Uh, we, did we not talk about it on the last show? If I not, don't okay, know. let's do it again because I don't remember. The last show was the live show. Who even knows if anyone could hear it? Good call. Uh, yeah, so when we were recently in Europe, our uh, European tour manager Camille told us about uh, this vodka made from bison piss. And we were very intrigued. We were like, we need to fucking try that. I mean, we have to try this. And really, it's not made out of bison piss. But it is made out of grass from this very specific region in Poland where, where the only herd of bison in Poland lives. Is that right? Yeah. And so they call it bison piss because obviously you're eating... It's made out of grass that bison's pissed on. But... We were like, we're never going to find this. And I don't even remember what it's called now. Uh, but um, we fucking found it at that fucking bar in Bisbee right when they were fucking closing down. Uh, how? I don't even know how you spotted I, it. Dude. I did. I don't either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. It was like one of those things where it was like, uh, wait a minute. This dance terrible. <laughs> but but at least we fucking got this one goddamn thing to fucking end the night. Uh, it was good. And it was good. I thought it was good. It was really good. I thought it was fucking good. I, uh, I was, I was uh, impressed. It's called Zabrowka. That's right. Zabrowka. And it has a piece of grass in the bottle. Yeah, and there was like one shot left. And we finished it off and then we, you know, held up the bottle with the, and looked at the piece of grass. Yeah, that's a fucking right. Like, Camille wasn't lying. There really is some grass in there. Yeah. Bison peed on it. <laughs> Bison <laughs> fucking peed on it. Oh, man. Well, yeah, look at that shit. It was, it's good. Uh, it was had an interesting flavor. It was like almost like cinnamon-like, but not really. Like it. I liked it more than regular vodka. 
That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, at least they had flavor. Man, this edible is kicking in hard. Right. <laughs> you want to play some music and like kind of vibe to it? <laughs> yeah, let's do whatever music we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's listen to some music. That, that's it. All right, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, you are listening to Americana, kind of, episode number 75. Not even your first one. I I know, it's like I'm a fucking idiot. With your best buds, Travis and Corey of the Vandaliers, and we're in a green room in L.A. at the Echo right now with one of our other best buds, Joshua Ray Walker. You say that a lot better than I do. It takes me five tries every time we mention him on the podcast. Did you notice how slow I said it? You did. Yeah, (laughs) I thought about this whole fact and then made sure I said it and it. Uh, an acceptable rate of speed. So I would What's say, up, right? Josh? Nice to have you on the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Good to be here in a green room with y'all again. Yeah, it seems super familiar. When was the last time we saw each other? Like February? Uh, yeah, when, what was the last? Chicago? Yeah, Shuba's, right? Yeah. Sold out Shuba's show. That was super fucking fun. I like uh, somebody on our Facebook the other day. You never come to Chicago. You're on a Chicago record label. You never play here. I was like, well, we played there like two months ago, and also we're not on a Chicago record label. Yeah, so. that was a long time ago. <laughs> Please fuck off. <laughs> like, like Chicago's great. We don't have to play there every month. Uh, do you, you get that every time you... We're doing all these... We're doing like 150 days in a row of like playing. Uh, well, you're not playing my town. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was just complaining about that the other day in the van. We announced to like 60 shows... And the first comment was, you never play Austin. Uh-huh. It's like, we just played Austin last week. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, I guess that's the point. You can never reach everybody that might want to come to a show. Yeah, yeah. And that's why our shows aren't full. It's not because it's not, it's not any, we don't it's have fans. Fun. It's just really hard to let fans know that we're near them. Yeah. It's not, it's not us. Ready? It's them, right? Yeah, well, so you got uh, a new video that came out uh, last week and, and of you covering a Lizzo song, and you got the whole record coming out with uh, all, all lady covers, and you got, uh, which inspired the theme of our show this week, it's all people covering songs of someone from the opposite gender, and uh, so the video, like you got like uh, the lady stuff on, you got some makeup and nails and hair and stuff going on. What have people, um, what's been people's reaction to that, seeing like, you know, a, a man doing that? Is? Uh, it's mostly been really positive. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of conversation about like gender roles or anything like, you know, I think that um, there was a misconception for a long time, actually you can still Google it, that a, a lot of people thought I was a trans woman. Uh, what? <laughs> after singing the national anthem for Formula One, there were a lot of international viewers that were really pissed that um, America had a woke national anthem that uh, they would let a trans woman uh, sing the national anthem before the Formula One race. And uh, yeah, Twitter uh, went wild. And then, so there was a lot of hate there. And then the funniest part was the trans community actually came to my defense. Uh, defending me as a trans woman and how I did have the right to sing the national anthem and all the while I didn't know how to react to any of the commentary because I was trying to be sensitive to the community because while also being like no I do have a wiener I promise 
you know, it's like, but I'm a man. I'm a but man. I'm a man. I didn't claim to be a man or a woman, and I'm a man. Um, that's a hard message uh, to like. But I'm okay with everything else yeah, too. But I'm also okay with you thinking I'm a lady. That's fine. I don't care. But I'm I'm a man. Um, and so that's actually where the title of the cover record came from. Uh, my favorite YouTube comment was a video of me and some guy just commented, "What is it even?" <laughs> what is it? Oh my! God. And so that's why that's the amazing. That's I love that even more now. I had no idea. That's, that's why the record's called "What Is It Even." Holy I fuck! Love that. that is great. So yeah, you the show where we did with when we had the dresses on that became a thing. We were opening for you guys, so like uh, you were there. You saw all our backstage antics. You saw how all that went down. Um, also, you. <laughs> We were at a fucking together a uh, a motorcycle a Harley Davidson dealership like in, did, <laughs> somewhere in Tennessee. Uh, well, it was definitely Tennessee. Marysville, Knoxville, Marysville, 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 right outside of Knoxville. Uh, did that go down as what you th- how you thought it was going to go down when you saw us pop out of the green room in the dresses? Um, <laughs> I thought that y'all looked great. I thought that the crowd might react more negatively than they did. Same. Yeah. Uh, they were all, like, really into it, which was really cool. I think there was, like, one couple that got mad and left. Good. Which is, like, awesome. that's fine. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck, yeah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, it went down pretty much how I thought it would. I wasn't surprised that y'all would do that. And... Uh, it made sense to me, yeah, and it was cool that it got the attention that it did. Since putting out your video, uh, though, do you have um, have you have, have you had a lot of people come up to you and say like, "This speaks to me as far as like I have relatives or or like I'm LGBT or I have relatives are this because we that's what we uh, the biggest takeaway we've gotten is uh, from our show. Like we'll be at the merch booth and at least once a night somebody will be like almost in tears and give us a hug and be like. Uh, I know it was like a small thing that you did, but like it really meant a lot to this one person in my life, and like that's crazy for us, and we love that. Like it almost brings me to tears every night. But have you had similar like experiences with people? Yeah, I think <clears throat> I just made a post about Pride Month like a day or two ago, and um, a lot of the comments were like thanking me because I, I was commenting on how like country music as a genre has a long way. To, co- to go when it comes with like inclusivity and stuff and if you're in the scene and you surround your stuff with good people it's uh, kind of easy to overlook the biases that some of the listeners in the genre have if you surround yourself with you know like-minded good people like I mean, country that's, music that's what we I think the uh, our bands right. are very guilty of maybe doing that yeah. so and then you have to remember like oh yeah most people who listen to country music don't like gay people. <laughs> like a um, lot. They like don't like them so, a lot. You know, yeah. I've been caught off guard when people are like, yeah, I love your music, but I'm just kind of scared to go to a country show. And that that makes me so sad and angry. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that from people in the black community. I've heard that from people in the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, because, and I hate that it, anyone would associate me with that. That's like, that someone would think that going to my show would put them in a situation where they're surrounded by people that they wouldn't be safe around. And that really bums me out. And it makes me second guess what I'm doing at times. You know, it's like, 
oh gross like when most people hear what I do do they think that that's how I think I mean I think because I am a straight white cis dude with a mullet who plays country music so from the outside there are probably a good amount of people that don't understand my values or my viewpoints. I think that's why we've been trying to be more outspoken about it in interviews and stuff lately is to be, so that people don't necessarily associate with that, us with that and I mean, feel safe coming to our shows when they might not otherwise have felt safe coming I mean, to our I shows. Felt, uh, you know, we all grew up listening to this, you know, country music. And when I grew up, I never associated it with any kind of hate or anything like that at all. So it's weird for me that other people grow up and they, they're like, oh, like only fucking white male fucking big strong dudes get to listen to this fucking music. When for me it was just like, oh, this is just good music. And I think we're just trying to make good music. And it's wild to me that, like, why has it just got to be these one kind of people that likes this fucking music, you know? Like, it's not really fair. It's yeah. shitty. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's also like, uh, yeah, I guess I'm trying to be more outspoken as well because I feel like if you listen to my lyrics and you know me at all, if you've met me after a show, I feel like you should understand where I stand on all these issues. Yeah. And like, then, are you listening to the lyrics like yeah. at all? That's before? what I find crazy, man. Yeah. And then what I realize is like, uh, no, they don't necessarily know that so I am trying to be more outspoken with my beliefs and stuff because uh, I do want people to feel included and safe and um, and this record like this cover record I just really got to explore like um, just because I'm a straight white cis dude doesn't mean I don't like wearing feather boas and sparkly makeup it's fun and that doesn't have anything to do with my sexual orientation or my gender identity or any of that it's just literally like I'm, I'm a dude and I just like wearing glitter yeah and it's like, you look great thanks yeah, yeah. and I want to and uh, that is uh, I mean that's stigmatized too you know like yeah, lots of people just said all sorts of hateful bullshit since the visuals for the record have come out and I knew that was going to happen I knew that was going to be part of it I was almost looking forward to it as an opportunity to clear out you know some of the fan base that I don't want yeah um, that's why we're, I was looking forward to wearing a dress on the stage same kind of stuff like, yeah, like fuck off man some people are going to not like you anymore and that's I'm, I look forward to that the day the Lizzo video came out um, I think I lost like 270 followers on Instagram which yeah. is like the most single day like unfollows I've ever had that's a pretty good amount yeah, yeah that like, happened to us the, uh, the the day after we played a uh, Bernie Sanders rally oh yeah, yeah. really yeah. oh yeah I was like, yeah and I was like at first I looked I was like oh wow look at that that's crazy and then I was like oh no that's awesome yeah and I mean, like got him right back you know like yeah, yeah, they just I mean, come right back it's yeah the numbers I made as many fans as I lost but it's like uh, better ones though like yeah, you turned over to, the quality went up yeah. the number went down the quality went up yeah, it's a good way to like you know weed out some of the the, the problems so that would be uh, maybe not the, the goal yeah no I'd say it's one of the goals of this record it's like getting rid of some of the old heads that you know 
Yeah. And don't love everybody. <laughs> I feel like this took a, a weirdly serious turn. Uh, I w- had a bunch of funny stuff I want to talk about. Uh, do you mind uh, sticking around after we both play, coming back and doing something funnier? Because <laughs> drink and then talk about something less serious and more like you know farts or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I, said, like that. Uh, I like that. Can we talk about just more shitting our pants say, stories? You're our, you're our third guest on the show. Before we had uh, any guests on the show, I said I'm going to ask every guest on the show about shitting their pants. Immediately, I forgot the first week. So we're one for two now. Uh, last week, we remembered. So yeah. we got to get our batting average up. So we got some silly stuff to ask. Stick around. We're going to play some more songs. We're going to do it live. You're going to hear some uh, on the podcast. And then come back, and we got funny Josh Walker stories. Yay. <laughs> Okay, we're back with more Americinda, and uh, we also have Josh Walker back with us still. And I'm so glad that you agreed to stick around because uh, as soon as you were done and you started playing your show, I was like, "Fuck!" We just thought of like four more things we were trying to ask you uh, that were not uh, so serious, and I'm glad you agreed to hang around. Yeah, can we just have more fun this time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joshua Ray Walker to post show Boogaloo. Yeah. So yeah, we both just played sets in L.A. And now we're sitting in the van eating lemon bars. Uh, Here's if anybody needs booze, I've got it. So let me yeah. know, you know. So we uh, we have talked about it on our a previous episode of this podcast how we've uh, kind of forced you into having uh, a walk on song for the first time, and then how uh-huh. it kind of went awry because uh, we didn't listen to the song before. And uh, I was very sure that uh, in Thunderstruck they say Texas in the first verse. It was way later in the song. It was at least the second, maybe the third verse. I feel like it was like three minutes in, for sure. Yeah, and then by that point, I'm like, well, we've waited this long. Now I'm just waiting. (laughs) We were all like, you should go. You should go. go. (laughs) Yeah. And the the funny thing is I recorded the whole thing, and I put the the video in our our Facebook uh, fan group uh, under under that heading of that podcast that we did that episode in. so this video of just <coughs> us all waiting four minutes backstage going, go, oh, no, hold on, oh, go, no, hold on. And uh, very spinal tap. But anyway, you were going on stage tonight, and you had a fucking walk-on song. So, like, tell yeah. me about that. <laughs> so, um, I think we ended the tour with y'all by walking out to... Um, it's a big show. Big bad show tonight. Yeah. The, the wrestling walkout yeah. music for the big show. I can't believe that happened. And I think one of the alternates we thought of was Tush. Classic. And we didn't use it. And then a couple shows after that, I told the sound guy we were walking out to Tush without telling the band. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, we just like did it. And it, the crowd actually got really fired up, and we were like, "Well, let's just do that now." So now we walk out to Tush, but it's easy to talk. Well, how sense. many times have you done it now? Like the, oh, I don't know, at least a couple dozen. Probably. Hell yeah! Yeah. Nice. So nice. you guys do walk out on music now just because of a dumb Twitter joke we made. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And it was fitting tonight because we're we're from Dallas, Texas, both, and then we're both in Hollywood tonight. Mm-hmm. So nice. Dallas, Texas, Hollywood, and that's when you walked on stage. Was, yeah, yeah uh, we walk out on the Texas. Yeah. Because it is in the first yeah. verse. <laughs> that was probably the song I was thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was that was the fucking one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so the second thing. 
cranking right along because we both want to get to a, a post-show uh, drink or whatever. Yeah. The, uh, the second question I want to ask you, I, so there was a, a lady tonight t- talking to me, and she said, I sewed Josh Walker a shirt. <laughs> and uh, yeah. did she give this shirt to you, first of all? I did get the shirt. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is what I wanted to pass along to you. She said, the entire time I was sewing this shirt... I was listening to your podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, uh, you you sewing to like poop stories or what's yeah. the, yeah. like, yeah. Blah, blah. And uh, her husband said uh, he was worried about her. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's listening to your podcast. I'm very worried about her. She's uh, yeah. too many poop stories. And- yeah. I, I complimented, we were on the Outlaw Cruise together mm-hmm. and that's where I met her or maybe, no, that's where I met her friends and she, I, I had complimented a shirt that she had made. I liked the pattern. With the pretzels. The pretzels with yeah. the eye in it for the pretzel club that we yes. played for during the pandemic. Yes. And that paid my rent like two different months during pandemic, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I really like that shirt. And she was like, well, That's a custom fabric I had made. And I was like, Damn. awesome. And she was like, Do you want one? I was like, sure. So I didn't think about it again. And then we were playing in Boston, and one of her friends uh, came up and asked me for my shirt so that they could make a template, and that is why I left the show in Boston without a shirt. Oh. If you remember, was it was it Amy? Was it Amy? Yes. Oh, yeah. Amy's the we talked about her in the last yeah. podcast. She's yeah. the one that brought us the cookies. And... Say, speaking of baked goods, yeah, these lemon bars are good, but her cookies are amazing. Oh, uh, Amy makes the best baked goods that you could ever. Ever, That's ever a fact, think of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those Oreo chocolate chip things or whatever. Oh so goodness. good. Oh, um, man, somebody's going to get angry at us for this, and that's hilarious <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, all the other people who make baked goods, yours are really good too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, when you're drunk after a show, all baked goods are good. Yeah, baked goods. Any, I just say yeah. the lemon bar, and it was delicious. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Travis, uh, before I forgot the third question, but I know the fourth question. Uh, and you text it to me, and I can't I look at my phone. You. you look at your text. Uh, I've been, I was racking my brain all night just to think of the uh, fucking walkout question. Uh, uh, okay. After okay, we were I done. Oh, well, you got most of them. Uh, I feel like I was missing one. Yeah, anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you know why we're out here. We we kept you around because we wanted to hear your good poop story everyone tells a good poop story on our show or at least we hope they will we're you know guests are a new thing we for missed, us we missed a, a, our first guest who was also here tonight and maybe we should have just gotten his poop story just to who was it uh earl brown uh from oh, star yeah. wars and deadwood yeah. yeah he was here tonight yeah, yeah. oh, oh you didn't see him yeah. i didn't see him tonight oh, shit. he was in the yeah. green room uh when you popped your head up and said there's too many people in the green room he was we That's were all true. talking there to him a lot of people and i was like no, i don't want to do that yeah um we were all gathered oh so this is the other funny thing he said uh he invited Jerry Cantrell to the show tonight, and he was going to come, and the last minute he had an emergency. Uh-huh. Allison James was <laughs> that, that happens in Los Angeles yeah. a lot. That, that um, well, he said he had, yeah. to, he had to fly to Seattle. So. I just put Matthew McConaughey on the guest list every time I play Austin, just so the just venue thinks Matthew McConaughey yeah. is coming. We put, Chuck Tingle nice on, we put Chuck Tingle on the pot, the uh, list, Nate, today, because he said he might he come. He said he might come. Like, nice. you know, he might. You know, yeah. maybe Anybody he Anybody could come. And he could come, yeah. Um... Love is real. So anyway, I as I admitted earlier, uh, I almost like I'm 32, so it's just a matter of time um, before <laughs> I shit my pants. But 
I am one of the only functioning adult musicians that I know that has not shit their pants. I don't know anybody and that I, I can think preface of that hasn't. That yeah. Well, you're only 32. Uh, I, by my definition, which yeah. is like shit has to touch fabric. That's, yeah. I think that's the that that is the rule. I have if it's just cough, between your cheeks. That's like, a shard, and that's have, that's borderline. You know, you know like, that's I've a, like coughed, everyone shards. sneezed, yeah. accidentally sharded, whatever. If you can and clench, like, you're you, fine. You you're golden. Just, you can you yeah. know do a little cleanup. Do a little fine. penguin walk. <laughs> and uh, the penguin. I also have a really <laughs> large ass, so I feel like it, it helps. You know, I've probably contained larger shards <laughs> than other humans. <laughs> um, God damn it! <laughs> but, <laughs> so, I haven't actually shit my pants, but the closest that I've come to shitting my pants was and what on I'm gonna tour. find is close calls are sometimes even funnier than actual shitting stories. Yeah, <laughs> There's like well, frantic whatever goes. Sometimes you're like, "Whoop! I just shit, and that just like, happens." You fucking so, tackle a lady on the way to the bathroom, yeah. you know? Yeah. What was crazy was like the moment right after, which I won't ruin how it ends, but. That moment when you realize you're not gonna shit your pants and you actually did succeed in shitting in a designated shitting area, yeah. and then you realize what you've just been acting like for the <laughs> last like however long—a crazy person. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, wow, you really do become an animal like immediately yeah. when wide-eyed when something crazy like looking. yeah. So basically, I was driving through Columbus, Ohio. I was on tour with Charlie Crockett, I think, and I had been, I was, uh, it was the first long tour outside of Texas after COVID, and I was solo. Uh, I was tour managing, driving, merching, just doing it all myself, and, uh, and I was like driving, and all of a sudden I got the bubble gut, and I was like, (laughs) oh, this is... Like, I need to find somewhere to go to the bathroom. But I was, like, in the middle of Columbus, Ohio, which I'm not super familiar with. With all the touring that we do, I think I've played Columbus maybe, like, twice. Yeah, us too. And I've driven through Columbus dozens of times, you know? And then, uh, so I'm driving through Columbus. It's still, like, in the middle of the pandemic, so... Um, public restrooms aren't available, and also Columbus has like a big home, uh, unhomed. What's the unhoused? Unhoused. Yeah. So they're uh, used to shit on the ground or whatever. Like yeah, but it's like San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. There's a lot of unhoused people, and so the city but deals with that by not letting them shit anywhere. Uh, um, you know, which is the like San Francisco. Would, yeah. yeah. It's like a those people don't have their own place of shit. We shouldn't give them a place of shit. Instead, let's let them put their shit on our sidewalks. Do you guys play the game? I know you, you just came from San Francisco a couple yeah. days ago. We're heading there in a couple days, uh, and we played there before, and the game the, the game we play when we walk around town is uh, is that dog shit or human shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we play that. And <laughs> uh, People don't believe me when I tell them that. I'm like, it, I didn't believe them shit the first everywhere. time I went yeah. there after the pandemic because it's gotten so much worse. Yeah. I didn't believe it, and then literally as I was, same tour as this Columbus story, I was pulling up to San Francisco to park, and I saw two different humans shitting 20 feet apart on the sidewalk, just Damn. like, squatted, Dude, just fucking shitting everywhere. How normal is it that you, that like, that's just like, that's just a thing. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere for them to go. Yeah. 
like, like what your experience yes is. so that could have been me yeah. is the point yeah and so i'm in columbus and i'm driving around and i'm just hitting i am a veteran roadie like i know where to shit i will tip an AutoZone employee twenty dollars to let me go shit Fuck. i have shit in so many different places yeah, yeah. on the road I'm trying everything. Yeah. I know getting stopped at probably 30 places. Damn. McDonald's, libraries, Walgreens. Libraries are good. Yes. Bookstores are number one for me. Depot. Uh, Coffee shops always have the clean. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I couldn't find any independent coffee shops, but Starbucks was like a no-go. Yeah. It might have been when I had that like uh, controversy where they're like kicking homeless people out for trying to shit in the... Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Also, Columbus is just kind of yeah. that town. Yeah. Um, they're just yeah. that. They're just like, yeah, I don't know. Fuck you. Um, and so I'm like, oh, like it's getting really bad. Like I can't drive my car anymore. My stomach cramps are so <laughs> bad that I'm losing control of my legs. <laughs> you know, I'm like, because I have to like mermaid them into, no. a, you know, like lock the ankles and just clench uh-huh. with everything you have, you know? I've been there. Yeah, and so it's like I'm driving and a, and a, a spasm hits and I have to just pull over and be like, good! Oh, no, you know, yeah. like, the yeah. worst pain in your life. And then, uh, you know, the wave goes away and you're like, okay, okay. You're sweating. I got like, 10 minutes, yeah. I, got, I got 10 minutes. I got 15 minutes and then the next wave hits and you're like, I got 12. <laughs> and then the next wave yeah. hits you're like, I got seven. It's coming, yeah. You know, like... It's like contractions for birth, I assume. Like never they're closer a, together. They're in closer you're just together. Sweating balls. I was in a flop sweat. Yeah. I'm just sweating, and so finally, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I have to just find an employee bathroom somewhere. I'm just gonna break into an employee bathroom, and the first uh, thing I see is one of those fried chicken cell phone screen repair <laughs> audio ma- like. <laughs> Gas station, <laughs> a disaster of a business. Bail, bail bond combos, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. with like twenty gas pumps. Yeah, and, and no bathrooms. That, yeah, no, no bathrooms public, for yeah. anyone. Uh, just Garbage everywhere. Bulletproof glass, yeah. you know. And I go into the convenience store section, and you know that access door to get into the back of the oh yeah to stock the coolers that place where yeah. you're not allowed to go yeah okay yeah i know that place yeah i was like i used to stock dairy for sheps so <laughs> I, know I know the inside industry secrets if you ever need to sneak in the back of a thing without going through the counter like freaking anyone out there's always just like a door that you've just blocked out of your mind because yeah, it's, always it's, always there. it's always there but there's just a door next to the coolers yeah, that yeah. you can walk in and you're just in the stock area yeah so i go into the stock area and my original plan is to find a bathroom and but like right before i got back there i stopped at the chip aisle and couldn't walk my like stomach was <laughs> not it's like done. so yeah. bad i'm like this clinging <laughs> i'm hanging from the chip rack like pulling myself up my legs are limp from like fecal impact and i'm just like i'm just shaking and sweating like you know like a dying chihuahua and uh and i'm like this is it this is it i'm I, like i almost pulled my pants down oh 
just in the public aisle of the store. Yeah, just hoping that it would just rock it out very quickly, and I could pull up my kind of clean pants and just Get run the fuck away. Out, yeah, just run. Yeah, and I was like, like I was so like literally like hands on <laughs> pants, like about to do it, and then I went like. <clears throat> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I have like three minutes. <laughs> like, and so that's when I got desperate. I was like, I'm fucking breaking into the back of the store. So I broke into the back of the store and I'm just speed walking. I'm in the back of the phone repair. I'm in the back of the fried chicken space. I'm just walking through all employee areas. And it felt like, did you ever play like uh, 007 yes. on 64? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like checking, like clearing corners and like yeah. trying not to get caught. And it's like, there has to be a bathroom somewhere. I get hit with another wave and I'm in a stock area with a bunch of those plastic crates that hold like 20 ounce sodas yeah, yeah, that stack uh-huh. together yeah. yeah for like palleting yeah. and i'm like well if i sit on that and i shit at least all the shit will be contained a little bit will get away from yeah. me yeah. it will like it will just trickle down through the pallets i'll just shit on these coca-cola yeah. oh my God. and it'll be not in my pants yeah you know and number then, one goal just not in my pants yeah, yeah. Don't break this perfect and streak. I was like, I really, really, really don't want to do that to somebody. But it seemed like one of the better options. Yeah. And then, like, I'm about to do it, and I get another, like, and then I, like, I the only place I hadn't walked through was the fried chicken spot because there were two guys cooking. And I was like, I can't get away with that. And so I was like, I need to make it to the other side of the kitchen because that's where, like, the only other okay, employee yeah. areas. And I see that they're cooking, and I just pick a spot on the wall on the other side of the kitchen and don't make eye contact with them and just walk through, and they kind of look at me and I'm like, what's up? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, just like I'm not getting through. paid enough to care. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be there. Like, what's up, dude? And I'm like, the inspector. Just and, they're, and they're like, uh, hey. And then I get to the bathroom. I... Uh, <laughs> Fucking, like, sit down. I unload. It's just, it's awful. It's terrible. <laughs> it's I like the worst. you all said unload. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like, it's heinous. It's so bad. And also, this bathroom had clearly not been cleaned since before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Like every 7-Eleven bathroom in existence. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. an atrocity. Yeah. And... It, which led me to believe, like, this might not even be a functional toilet. Like, it might <laughs> Who not... Who cares at this point? Just get it out of me onto something yeah. else. And pretty much as soon as the first wave comes, I hear, go, 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 on the get door. The oh, no. Someone, which immediately, the, it sucks it up into your body when it happens the, to me. One of the cooks fucking ratted on me, I guess. Oh, no. And so, uh, I'm like, okay, sorry, yeah, I'm coming, whatever. And I'm, like, just trying to finish, and it's a mess, <laughs> and it's just awful. And then I pull my wallet out, and I'm, like, all I can think is, like, I'm just going to hand this guy $20. <laughs> like, Sorry about this. Whoever is on the other side of this door, I'm just going to apologize and hand them 20 bucks <laughs> and, and walk walk out of the building, and I'm, like, what's the, what are they going to do? Yeah. You know? And so I... Uh, I guess they went to, like, get security or something, which they probably had at this weird complex. And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming. And so, like, right when I opened the door, there's no one there. And I was like, oh. 
Sick. I'm free. <laughs> awesome. And so, and to my left is a door that just looks like it goes to the outside. So I open that door and I run around the building back to my car yeah. where I parked in the front. And I get in, and like, as I'm pulling away, the guy's, like, shaking his fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you next time. <laughs> next time. Joshua Ray Walker. <laughs> the, the toilet did not function. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's what they're banging at. Like, no, 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 no. I hope you're not, not using there. that one. It's broken. It's not there. And then. Sorry, uh, I'm just shaving. Use the crates. <laughs> and I, I got back on the highway, and I showed up for soundcheck, like, 45 minutes late to wherever we were that night and I don't remember where we were going because I had just dr- driven in this giant poo spiral <laughs> looking for a bathroom for like over an hour and a half. Fuck. It was like 30 locations. Maybe it was two hours. It was forever. Damn. It was the longest. Like I can't really. This can't is epic. It. This is the, one yeah. of the most epic poo stories. Also, I'm very excited about this. Yeah. It also like I don't. I've never been able to hold it like that ever again. It ruined my. It just like ruined my bowels. I can't. Hey, your asshole was like never again. Never again will I do that. This made me think of two more poo stories of my own, but I'm saving them for future episodes because I can't top that. Yeah, never. Also, never, not gonna happen. No. Also, uh, future guest. Oh my gosh, step it up. You're not gonna top that. You gotta bring it next time. Uh, you're gonna have to fucking bring it. Yeah. Who we got on next? I mean, fucking. Sorry about you. Yeah. Yeah. I also, think Kyle Kinane might be the next guest. Well, let's Fuck, cross you your know, fucking fingers, yeah. uh, dude. <laughs> I don't, set, how do you how do you top? I don't, yeah, you set the bar high. <laughs> let's play some music. Thank you for being here. Like I don't know how we're fucking gonna continue. I'm so glad we got to play the show together tonight. We fucking killed it at the Echo. Almost sold it out on a Wednesday. Hell yeah! It so yeah, it's, it's been exciting. You know, we've heard about the Echo so many times. So mm-hmm. I, I was super excited to play here and. Man, what a fucking great crowd we had. Hell yeah. It was awesome. Let's yeah. go drink about it. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Our time is running low on this episode of Americinda. We got lots more songs to play for you before we finish things out, but we want to remind you we're out on tour all the rest of this month. Uh, then we go home for a few weeks, then we're back out for two whole months, uh, 30 dates with Flog and Molly. We have some festivals, some scattered shows throughout the end of the year. Uh, we're over in the UK at the beginning of the next year. Anyway, all those dates are at vandaliers.com. We're also on all the socials, just at vandaliers. Uh, I want to plug again the Facebook group, Troublemakers VFFV. It's a private group, but if you uh, request access, I will approve you. That's where um, I've been posting a lot more like stories and videos and stuff from the episodes. And we've had a lot of people uh, like continue the discussion from the episodes. And I'll throw some backstory on some of the other stories we've told. So that's a fun place to check out if you haven't checked that out yet. <clears throat> also, uh, we've been having a lot of fun with uh, every show we've done in this run. We've had somebody come up and talk to us about the show or ask us something that we've talked about something we've talked about on the show and we fucking love that because we're just about sick of talking about music. So yeah, keep doing that. And um, yeah, come say hey. That's all, you know. We love seeing your faces at the shows and we love talking about this show at the other shows. 
So uh, after that, uh, thanks for listening. We'll have another show coming for you soon. Appreciate you.